Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. songs ever captain jack they just found your father dead in a swimming pool while you just sit there and masturbate those are all lyrics from this uh, great song 745 on your thursday morning curtis sliwa just terrific once again still to come bill o'reilly bo deedle and carrie lake but we put this time aside every thursday morning for a big macha, big superstar, fox news don imus he's got his own podcast his radio all over the country and quite frankly, he's one of my favorite people in the business. He is the judge, the Judge Andrew Napolitano. Judge Nap, good Thursday morning, buddy. How are you? Oh, I'm great, Sid. How are you? And thank you for playing Billy Joel. You know, I'm a huge Billy Joel fan, and you just put goosebumps on my arms listening to that. I didn't know that. No, I didn't I know that. To, I love Billy Joel. I also have to thank you for the conversation you just had with Curtis Sliwa. He is running for mayor, and this City needs him. <laughs> you are so right. Now, when you say he's running for mayor, just uh, he has not filed any papers yet. Correct. He has not collected Correct. a penny. So well, what I said this morning twice to make it very clear is it was an unofficial official announcement. He is going to run. I, I can promise you that. But he hasn't put together the committee just yet. But you're right. At this point, and I don't dislike Eric Adams. I don't. There was a while there I actually really liked him. But at this point, it has become increasingly clear that he can say what he wants, blame what he wants. He is in over his head. And the only guy that knows the ins and outs and every neighborhood in this city is the aforementioned Curtis Lebo. And the only Republican that can go into, as he says, the Democratic neighborhoods where the only Republican they've seen is Lincoln <laughs> on a $5 bill. Uh, he's right. He, he can't win with just Republican votes, and he can appeal 
to those who have uh, been taken yeah. advantage of by the Democratic Party. You know what's funny about that, the Republican vote? Um, when I first got to New York, Judge Knapp, in 2016, my beautiful wife, Danielle, and my children were still living in Florida because they had to finish okay. school. So I came up and I stayed with my sister, Ray Sherry, and brother-in-law, Albert, in Mill Basin, Brooklyn. So I was alone most nights because Danielle was in Florida. And, and Curtis said to me, I was only here for a month. It was February of 2016. And he said, Sid, why don't you come do a ride with us? I said, what do you mean? He said, I'll give you a red jacket. I'll give you a red beret. We're going to take you to the worst neighborhoods in Brooklyn on the three train. And you're going to be, uh, for the night, an honorary guardian angel. And I did it. And I loved it. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't tell me there's a picture of you. Yeah. In a red jacket and a red beret. Oh, my God. There's many pictures uh, on social media a long time ago. But it was about 20 of us, me, Curtis, all his people, and uh, ended up at his house in Canarsie. He saw his mom. God rest his soul. She has since passed away. But I'm telling you this story for a reason. Forget about Republican voters. When we made our way, Judge Knapp, into Penn Station to head towards the three train, I swear to you, people came up to him like he was a prince, like he was Springsteen, and to a man, every one of those people were black. Wow. Yeah. That's very, very telling. And uh, Eric Adams should be worried about it. Very, very telling. That is a great story. You told it beautifully. You say the you. most significant word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know it's true. <laughs> because the idea that black people don't want safe neighborhoods and hate cops is a misconception. Yes, there are too Correct. many that feel that way, way too many, and they're just stupid and ignorant. But the overwhelming majority of African-American folks, like white folks, want to be safe. And they appreciate that Curtis has dedicated 40 years to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they're not getting that safety and uh, and protection now. Absolutely not. Not at all. So let's get uh, away from the sea. Let's move to D.C. and go right to this latest Trump indictment. Uh, in the past, you seem to be much more alarmed than me, but... That's because I'm in the bag, I admit it. <laughs> but I do, you know, but I talk to you, I talk to Takapina, Idala, Dershowitz, Haba, plenty of folks. And um, there's always different opinions. And in the end, for some reason, Donald Trump looks like Teflon Don. This fourth indictment, Georgia. Your thoughts on that and the totality of what we've seen so far? The totality of what we've seen, it's a great question, Sid. The totality of what we've seen so far. Uh, is an attempt to punish Donald Trump for thought crimes. I have been arguing since my uh, earliest days as, as a lawyer, long before I was a judge, that conspiracy punishes thought. A conspiracy is an agreement to commit a crime which is not committed, but you still can be punished for that agreement. That is the essence of what they are punishing Donald Trump for. You are listening to the one judge who never allowed a conspiracy charge to go to a jury in his courtroom, and I threw those charges out. Now, I was often reversed by the appellate courts because that's not the law of the land today. But morally, conspiracy is just a punishment of thought, and prosecutors love it because they don't have to prove the crime was committed. They don't have to prove harm. They don't have to find a victim. There is no victim. You're punishing somebody for what he thought about doing. That's the picture in the totality. And and Trump's lawyers need to make that argument. They'll lose it, but it might prevail ultimately uh, in the Supreme Court. In terms of Georgia, I'm worried about it. 
The reason I'm worried about it is there are 30 unindicted, unnamed, uncharged co-conspirators. We know who 12 of them are. 12 of them are the Republican leadership who signed the document saying that they were the truly chosen electors by the popular vote in Georgia. And the Georgia DA, Fannie Willis, gave them immunity to testify against Donald Trump and Rudy Giuliani. And when they do, it will be their worst nightmare. I am terrified of this Georgia case because of that. It's a form of bribery. You give me the testimony I want, and I won't indict you. Prosecutors do it all the time. Rudy did it when he was a prosecutor. It's a standard prosecutorial tool. It's reprehensible, and it's now being used against Rudy and, um, uh, and Donald Trump. And let me say a word about Rudy. I was very, very sad to read the front page of the New York Times today. I love Donald Trump, and I, as you know, and I've known Rudy for many, many years, and though we disagree on some things, I highly respect him as a thinker and as a lawyer. Donald Trump should help him out. Donald Trump should pay his, uh, his legal fees uh, before he's bankrupt and he's at the mercy of, of, a, of a public defender Good in luck. Atlanta. Yeah. No, you're right. Donald should do that. And this is why, you know, I love Donald, too, but there are people that know him personally, and I don't that are quick to say, you don't know him. He don't give a rat's ass about anybody. It doesn't matter. I'm, you, you, sorry. You know. I'm sorry to say that that is the Donald Trump I know. There is a yeah. very hard and selfish side to him. Yeah. But what Rudy did, Rudy bled almost literally yeah. for Donald. I know. I know. Listen, and, 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 and those stories are not exaggerative. He is he's in trouble. His apartment's up for sale, and he admitted on this show with me. I'm sure you heard it just a couple of days ago. Admitted flat out. Yes, I am in financial trouble so it would be yeah. beautiful if donald trump did that but donald's going to say well hold on a second moody i got to take care of myself I, you were indicted once i was indicted four times i've got 91 charges uh coming my way so you here's, know, here's what donald trump could do for rudy and he may do this he could hold a magnificent fundraiser for rudy at which he donald is the principal speaker that would raise a lot of money for rudy and it wouldn't cost the former president anything but a couple of hours of his time. And I hope that he does that. It would be nice. Uh, uh, don't hold your be, breath. You would be there. You would introduce everybody. I'll be there and say a couple of words. Oh, of course. They don't need you and me. Trump is the draw, and that's what people would pay, who people would pay money to hear, and the money would go to pay Rudy's uh, legal fees. It's just not fair. You stick your neck out for the guy, and then he lets you. He drops you. I can't disagree. Uh, you just said you're very nervous about Georgia. If I remember correctly, you and Idala on this program after the second indictment came out, the Mar-a-Lago one. Uh, no, the documents one, yes. You said to me, wow, this one scares the hell out of me. This one, I can see a real scenario where he goes to jail. You were pretty terrified. So, simple question. Which one are you more scared of now, two or four? It's hard for me to say, but the reason that Artie and I both said what we said about the Mar-a-Lago is, in the history of espionage prosecutions, no one, no one in the modern era has been convicted of that crime and escaped jail. Everyone goes to jail for that crime. Georgia is a, is a rough a haul for him because of his former colleagues in his inner circle will be testifying against him. You think Mark Meadows is going to be a, a co-defendant? No way. Meadows will cut a deal. will tell the prosecutors what they, uh, what they want to hear. He'll skate. 
and Trump will be in the, in the courtroom listening to his former confidant reveal his innermost uh, uh, musings and thoughts from the Oval Office. It's reprehensible, but that's the way the system works. So I, I don't want to skate answering your questions. I love to answer tough questions from you, but I'm terrified of both of them. And I'm trying to wear my, my judicial hat here. I'm not wearing my I love Donald Trump hat. I'm wearing my judicial hat here. These, this, this stuff is dangerous. I'll tell you what else is dangerous. Monday night, this coming Monday night in Mar-a-Lago, the former president is going to hold a nationally televised press conference at which he and his lawyers are prepared to refute all the allegations in the indictment. That is the worst thing they can do. That is showing the roadmap of their defense to the government. They have no obligation to do that. They should not even tell the government what their defense is. They should leave the government wondering and worrying what the defense is until the moment that the trial starts. This is a political decision on Monday night, and it's going to hurt them legally. And I've been saying that all week. I hope the message gets through to them. You know what's scary to me? And that's a great job, Judge Knapp. Great job. All of it. Everything you just said. What's scary to me is not indictment number two or indictment number four. What's scary to me is that the DOJ, this is old news, but we'll do it again, has decided to go after a guy that's really done nothing wrong. And you got a sitting president right now. And now we've got a lot more than just a couple of pieces of information, a lot more, making pretty clear that somewhere between 20 and $50 million, not Hunter, not Uncle Joe, not the kid, Joe Biden, Jimmy, I should say. Joe Biden received somewhere between 20 to $50 million by allowing his son to use his name. He 1,000, 1,000% is a criminal and corrupt. And yet we just spent the last seven minutes talking about a bunch of trumped up charges. Well done. Trumped up charges and really nonsense. It could turn out to hurt him, but nonsense when you compare it to what is being levied against Joe Biden. And there's more proof that Biden did it than Trump. I could not agree with you more. But as O'Reilly just said, and that's the tape that he just gave, we are the subject of institutional uh, media, and they, with the exception of you and my podcast and, and O'Reilly's show and a bunch of others, but for the most part, they decide what we hear and what we mentally digest. And right now they're beating uh, the drum beats against Trump, and they're ignoring the case uh, against Biden. It, it may take a Republican victory in 24 and a Republican president in January of 25 to appoint a special prosecutor to investigate old Joe. Guess what? There's no, the, the statute of limitations is gone. Old Joe can be humiliated. He can be relegated to the, to the dustbin of history, but he can't be prosecuted. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. You want to see Trump debate next Wednesday night? 
I do want to see Trump debate. I want to see Trump and Chris Christie, who's a longtime friend of mine. I know you're not crazy about He's a fat, backstabbing jerk is what he is. But I want to see them go toe-to-toe. No, me too. Everybody wants to see them go toe-to-toe. But if I were Trump and I had 50% and and DeSantis is down in the low 20s and Christie's down in in the low single digits, I wouldn't waste my time. There you go. Now, where can people hear this uh, this podcast of yours? Uh, now, when you come on and you say you get big numbers, you're not lying. I, I can absolutely, to my audience, state for a fact that Judge Knapp gets a huge audience for his podcast. So what days does it come out? Where do they get it? Give me the whole lowdown. So it's Judging Freedom on YouTube. Uh, it's always there. I do about uh, four hours of new content every day, wow. and we get about we get about three million views a week. That ain't bad, Sid. Oh no, that is fantastic. Well, good for you, Judge. Keep writing those columns. Keep doing those podcasts. Keep coming on with me, and uh, keep talking because you're brilliant, and America loves you, and most importantly. I love you. Thank you so much. It's the, high, it's the highlight of my week, my man. And Thank tell you. O'Reilly I love him. I always do. 